What's going on, EPW Nation? It's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast, Josh and Peyton, here to remind you all that college basketball season is right around the corner. Yes, we finally know it's right around the corner, and Peyton, there's only one place people should go for all the college basketball excitement. Well, Josh, the only place to find all college basketball hoops all the time is Everything College Basketball. Everything College Basketball can be listened to on several podcast hosting sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And we can also be found on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Everything College Basketball. Yes, make sure you are joining the group with a couple other hundred people and growing by the day as we march into year number three of the Everything College Basketball networking system. Now, let's get back to Conrad and everything pro wrestling. Clash of the Podcast, episode 46. We are six away, one year straight, no misses, all hits, batting a thousand. And when we are batting a thousand, we got only one person that we could bring in as a special guest. I didn't believe it. You probably didn't believe it. How could you believe it? Derek, get in here. Yo, yo, yo. Let's go. Derek is in the house. We have a special Q&A episode. I'm going to need everybody to go out there, retweet this, share this, send it to someone. This episode is about you, the clash of the podcast fan base. We got people coming in from Sean's side, people coming in from my side. It is a wonderful thing. This episode is also going to be dedicated to the intern. Big fourth birthday. All right. Make sure that you show some love in the chat. Uh, all love to him. Thank you. You're the reason why I do this each and every day. You drive me crazy, but I still love you. Let's get into uh, these questions. But for, I feel like I forgot to do something. Yeah, I almost forgot too because Derek's hair and I'm all messed up. But brought it back to me. Comrade, drop that thing. gets old that intro it never gets old never never no today is hey man i'm feeling good this is crazy bro i thought my day couldn't get better i got a 50 percent coupon for my this girl at the at the auto body shop was like how you doing i was like i'm good i'm like just here to get a, a little uh oil change she said you know what just because i feel like it my hand got really Here's a 50% off coupon. I was like, what is going on? I started walking around. I've been walking around like I want a championship all day. Swag on a trillion, not a billion, a trillion. 
What up, though? Hey, that's a W. That is that's a W. A, I saw him post that. I had to, I was hoping he would tell that story out here. I was laughing as soon as I seen it. Like just as soon as you hit send, I saw it. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to the community. Um, if there's extra time in this and we've got extra time, I will let people in the chat ask more questions. But we've got a lot to get into. Uh, big shout out to Doug, number one. Doug tagged everyone in my group. Uh, someone was not very happy that he got a notification. I was like, sorry to inconvenience you, buddy. I didn't know. I didn't know. You, you know you could turn them off, but whatever. And Doug says, hey, yo, I ain't going to let one sour grape in the bunch. Thanks, Conrad and Rob. I guess Rob must have said something, too. I haven't looked at the responses after what I wrote. Uh, y'all handled it better than what I could have. I've decided to keep quiet, and y'all took care of business. Like, what happened? It was, it was something in my group. You don't know. Oh. Joel says, hey, guys. Hey, Joel. What up, Joel? Hey, Joel. <laughs> Where are you going with that? Let me stop. I, I'll definitely get this video taken down singing that. Sir Quills, it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday evening, and you know what that means. It's time for my favorite part of Monday, Clash of the Podcast. Let's go, Conrad, Sean, and chat. What it do, though? What up, though? What's going on? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Ray Thompson, hope everyone's having a good Monday. Pump for blood and guts this week. Who you telling? I'm excited for that show, too. Looking good. Uh, Grillmaster, question of the day is how slow can you get hit in the leg if you have an injury? Part of me thinks she had something before the match and was used to cover it a bit. I don't know. I don't know. Prayers up to Bailey, though, if she's yeah. injured. That looks like it's always the simplest things that you get hurt in in wrestling. Just a quick tweet. Anthony Slate says, hey, what up? Hey, what up? Gomar in the house says, yo. Will's pro wrestling shoot in the house. He said, yo, no. I'm going to do this in Stone Cold's voice because anytime I see this, I always have to say, what? What? PWF you like salad, man. PWF <laughs> Doug putting up the uh, the Derek order <laughs> hand sign. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, McKinney in the house. Yo, I'm here to talk wrestling and shoot a few questions from the hip and let y'all know that the Powerpuff girls were heels. Let's go. I'll okay. be your huckleberry. Appreciate you, Doug. Appreciate you. Oh, snap. Derek in the building. See, look at that. Oh, oh, we never. Listen, we never forget to shout out anybody on this show. Right, Derek? Never. I would never forget that. So, oh, you are lucky. You are, a, hold on. I hope that came through for you. I, it, says, it says I need to update. It says I need to update. Derek is lucky. But one time for the, well, Paul White, one of the goats in pro wrestling. I can't do this one justice. This one's Sean's. M. Leezy for Sheezy. What up? Sick. Watching on Twitch. We are also on Twitch. Make sure you guys show some love. Did someone say Big Show? I got to I gotta update that app. Oh, Derek is so lucky. It said that. I was so mad. He just saw it pop up, too. Uh, Conrad, Derek, best, Conrad, Derek, and Sean, the best way to start off the week. This is a triple decker right here, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chad, Chad in the house. Look at Chad. What is good? New. Uh, 
Pro Wrestling Shoe said, it's not like you abused the at everyone tag. Honestly, it reminded me to ask a couple more questions. So shout out to Doug. I'm, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I, I tried to handle it diplomatically. I kind of was very polite about it. At least I thought I was. I'm so confused. Thank you. No, it was something with it. Someone said they didn't like that. They got to, when you put everyone in a group, it, everyone gets a notification. Uh-huh. And he, I was saying, like, get your questions in. Doug tagged everyone. And this guy, like, complained. And I was like, okay. okay. So <laughs> I, at first I was going to write, I'll make it real easy for you. And I was going to kick him, but I, was, I decided not to do that. See, the thoughts that go through people's heads sometimes with this. Uh, y'all, y'all having that uh, steak and cheese match from McDonald's match? Sick of this. That's up to him. I mean, he showed up. We do it tonight. It can happen. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss on here. Uh, just pop in and say like, share the video. Thank you, Jocelyn. Jocelyn showed me, told me she wouldn't be here for this live, but she's going to listen on the replay. Um, Trinity, yes, yes. We got some good stuff in here. Let me. I'm just trying to get to anyone who didn't. Guy Will Gamble, you're what's good, fellas? What up? Rob, Rob said, what is this, a crossover episode? <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Derek, for a second, I thought Conrad was wearing a Mac Jones shirt. No, this says the man. All right. It doesn't say nothing about no Mac Jones. It's Mac. Man, I love it. Let's get into this uh, this episode. Um, Sean, do you want to start with your questions? Or do you think those are doozies we need to say for the end? Sean says he's got. Uh, they're, not, they're not doozies, but you're going to get a kick out of these because the two. The two um ones that i got would be an email and it blew me away man. very complimentary of you man very complimentary so uh yeah there we go so lisa from brooklyn says i don't what up lisa Lynn? she says i don't get to see your show live because i work but i love your show how do you and conrad feel about holding a torch for the future of young black pro wrestling journalists that's a good one. Oh man, that's that is good. Man, I'm, I'm ready for some silly questions. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was actually touched by this question. Um, it was it was actually very nice. Do you want to go first, Sean? I mean, I could. I mean, first of all, shout out to you, Lisa. I, I guess you'll be watching this later on delay. Um, I mean, the future of Black pro wrestling journalists. That's a that's an honor to say something like that. I mean, um, I have my heroes in the industry, and um, you know, I feel like there should be more black and brown faces. And if we can be two of those faces, I'll include Derek in that, possibly him as well. There's some others that come to mind. So be it. I, I just thank God for the gift, man. And whether that gift leads me to the mountaintop or it leads me right where I'm at right now, still, I'm so thankful to be able to share a little bit of. Um, a little bit of whatever I got that God gave me. So thank you. Um, I think it's very important in the world of podcasting to have different faces. Uh, one of the things I loved about Sports Kita was uh, I started seeing people of different descents over there getting to have their shows, talk to different people. I saw an interview with Billy Gunn. And uh, I can't think of the journalist's name. It was like one of my first times seeing him. And I was just happy that he was the one who got the interview instead of like, you know, the same usual crew of people who get everything. And um, it's just nice to see that sometimes because there are other people who are doing it. Um, I got to give a shout out to some other brothers too who do it. There are plenty of other black podcasts if you guys want to go out there and listen to pro wrestling ones. But I'm thankful that you guys choose us to do that. Um, 
it's an honor. It's an honor for that. Listen, I can't jump in on that. You you guys have been doing this longer than me. I I give you guys all the credit in the world. I, I her her statement is is valid. It's a valid point. You guys have been pushing. I mean, yeah, there's other people that are that are there, but you guys are still pushing forward and still moving. And you know, I I just hop in and you know just add my two cents. Because you, you guys do more of the journalism. I'm more of just a spectator. I don't even say I'm a journalist. I try not to say that because then people will be like, well, you have to give an unbiased opinion. No, no, no. I'm here talking for fans. That's that's what my tagline is. I'm a fan at the end of the day. Truthfully, that's what it is. And Sean's a fan too. Like I, Anyone who says they're a journalist in this, you're a fan. You're a right. fan. That's why we do this. It's fun. Right. That's what it's supposed to be. And uh, sometimes, you know how the wrestling world gets. It starts getting taken too serious. So... Um, there is something flying in here. I just want to let you guys know. So if you see me doing this or I look crazy, that's what it is on the live video stream. Um, I just seen it and it took everything in the life of me not to like swing. So if you guys see that, sorry, that was for the, uh, visual people who are watching us, but, uh, I am grateful for that. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, I can tell you guys that when me and Sean were talking about this months before clash of the podcast was even like fully thought of we we did want to make a difference in our community to uh level up and bring people up at the same time so uh it's an honor and a blessing in my opinion to work with both of you and do this so it's 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 my it's my honor to just be a part of it that's all and and you're here i like derek for our shows that we do together because derek gives a different perspective of someone who's just watching this to watch it he's not into the dirt sheets fully he'll see some stuff but he's not in them like i i'm i'm looking for stuff like what's going on with this what's happening okay me and sean are gonna come in we're gonna pull and we're gonna talk about this we're dissecting the news that we don't even know we have the right news yet but we're like but if this is true Boom, 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 and we get into that. With Derek, Derek just hears it, he's like, no, nah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's, that's how he feels about it. That's not a good idea. So I am happy. Thank you, Lisa, for the question. Uh, yeah, I, I got to thank her as well. I mean, I was touched by that, and I'm going to keep it. Like I said, I'm going to keep it where it's at. Um, that was actually more I even think about it now. I wasn't even choked up by it when I read it initially, but. Even as I'm reading it now, I'm I'm, I'm touched by that. So um, yeah, so let's move on to the next one. I actually have three, Conrad. So I was wrong there, Conrad. I apologize. Um, the next one. They never stop. They never stop. Conrad, get get ready to blush, man. Get ready to blush. I don't know our name. So you could do it for us. If you want to email me, this is. I didn't think people paid attention to my email, but I I got three in my email today. So if you want to email me, it's hub. WrestlingWeekly at gmail.com. <clears throat> sexy, I can't believe. Sexy Lady 45 from Los Angeles, California. Sean, you are so, I'm saying this with such sarcasm because I'm blown away by this. So, Sean, you are so charismatic, and Conrad, you are so knowledgeable. Both of you very handsome. A major company should sign y'all. Together, y'all are pure gold. Do you think you are going to get signed? If so, together or separate, I hope together. Um, I, My plan is always to take whoever's with me with me. Like, if you like what you're seeing, then you must like them, right? That's right. that's how I've always <laughs> felt. Like, there's no reason to, uh, to not move on. Like, I, I work with plenty of other people. Pro Wrestling Shoots in the chat. I've filled in for their show plenty of times. 
uh, as like a, a, a guest if they needed someone in there just to talk the topics with. I filled in for plenty of other shows. I have uh, done many things for other people, but yeah, no. If if I go, I would take Sean and Derek with me. I mean, they've been doing the shows with me every week. That's that's how it is, man. Right, if I can bring people, I bring them. If I can give them an opportunity, I would. All right, so I'm gonna be a jerk right now, and I'm not gonna gloss over the whole handsome comments. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I am an involved man. I am not married yet. However, Conrad is a married man. Killing so the I, gimmick, bro. Killing the I, gimmick. So I, <laughs> so I guess he glossed as he should because he should gloss. I'm not going to gloss. I appreciate it. I work very hard on all of this. This is something I take very seriously, okay? Um, no, all, all jokes aside, I appreciate that. And, of course, I um, I have full intentions if I ever get an opportunity. Uh, matter of fact, Conrad will be a witness to this. I, I have, I have a small, I've had a small opportunity um an appreciated opportunity to do some i'm not going to mention a network right now but third-party network correspondence and previews and things like that i think you guys can put two and two together and the first call i made was to conrad you know what i'm saying i was like yo we got to do this together i mean, there's no way i'm rocking with this by myself and because of that it's cultivated a relationship that conrad has with that network so i'm very proud of that i think derek knows this is our first face-to-face interaction but i'm fairly confident that derek knows how I feel about him and the respect I have for him. Um, it, it's very, I think it's very plain and clear about that. So um, the answer is totally yes. Um, if I ever got a chance to shine by myself, it would be negotiated that Conrad, Derek, and there's a couple others, big shout out to Mountie as well, that would definitely be involved as well. Yeah, yeah. You always take people that you, who if you can, or you try to throw them something, if they only want one, okay, well then, if you got something, I got a guy. I got a guy. You know, then you're doing the J.R. McFoley. Like, I know somebody who you could put in that spot. When something bad happens, you're just looking like, you know, if you would have listened to me, you know, and just hope it's not at the detriment like how uh, Vince McMahon treated talent. Right. I'm going to make you cry. So the, so the blushy, blushy questions are over. We have one more question that's a little bit more on point. Big shout out to Lisa from Brooklyn. Big shout out to Sexy Lady 45 from LA. I am humble and a little bit um, embarrassed by the questions in the best possible way. So thank you. Um, but here's a really good one. And this is something I've actually thought about a million times over. Claudette, she did not give a location, but wherever you're from, Claudette, thank you. Guys, if you could attend any event in wrestling history where you were born or not born, what event would that be? You know that tugged on my heartstrings. Because I know exactly what mine would be without not even a, a hesitation. I have two that are springing into my head for I wish that I was there live for it. I got two. What do you got? And Derek, do, man. Please, please, include yourself. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. Look, Me first? Yeah, I got to think about that. One. All right, all right. My first one is WrestleMania 17. I wish that was the peak of my fandom, I would say, where I lived wrestling, I breathed wrestling, I talked wrestling. You would be like, man, did you see Edgy right there, bro? What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Let's talk some pro wrestling, man. What's good? Yeah, yeah, the Dudleys. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that TLC match. Uh, But imagine just being there for 
the heel turn. The the card was just spectacular. Right to censor versus APA and Taz. Like even the gimmick battle royal is great. By the time he gets to the ring, it'll be WrestleMania 38. <laughs> like, I just loved everything. They brought back Keenan. I marked out for that. Like, if you were a child of the 80s that watched wrestling back then, you lost your mind at this show for everything. So that's one of my shows. And I got one more that I'll add after you guys go. You know what? I'd say WrestleMania 17. What a biter. Uh, but but <laughs> that, that, that's, that's my favorite era, bro. You know that. You this man will tell you from day one that type of style of wrestling, that era has always been my era. This era now, I can get with it here and there, but I love that. And I, I guess the, the the other one that I would say, hey, we've already been there. And that's uh, the Rhodes versus the Shield. Oh, that was a great one. That was oh a good match. Oh, my God. That's, that's one of my favorite live matches that I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever had... For as much as as much garbage as I give Cody today, I love that match. Yes, that match actually makes me cry. I'm, we're, this is like truth room stuff right yes. now, Sean. I cry now when I watch that match because I think of my father because of Dusty Rose, and I don't know why. It's just your. It's like fighting with your brother and your dad's in your corner. Like get him, get him, boys. And when Dustin tackles Roman down and they win, and Dustin gets on his knees, he's like, "Daddy, we did it, we right. did it." And the Rose hug and embrace, bro. Goosebumps. Every time I watch it, bro, I'm always just like, oh, that hits me right in the feels. Dude, I, I don't think I, I don't think I've, to this day, I don't think I've ever seen a match that actually gave me the chills. Like, I will sit there and it'll be hot as hell. And I'm like, God, that was great. Yeah, that's such a good match, man. Always makes me cry, man. That one. That's, you know, when Will Smith, like, when he does the scene about his father, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, why don't he want me, man? I always tear up at that scene too and i'm someone who grew up with their father like it doesn't but it hits me every time like oh man you know what though kind was like our modern day uncle phil nah, nah. <laughs> was our modern day dusty oh oh yeah modern day dusty <laughs> yes yeah, oh my god <laughs> just a fool just a fool man uh sean your location man we're delving in that's all good. Um, I mean, mine is without question. I would have been, I would have been like eleven months old, ten months old. So there's no way I would have um, been able to enjoy it in my conscious lifetime. WrestleMania three. I, I can't imagine a bigger spectacle to be able to see Hogan and Andre live, to be able to see Macho and Savage live. You know, even the opening opening part of the show with with Aretha Franklin singing the national anthem. You know, um, the first match of the night was the Can-Am Connection versus Bob Orton and um, and the Magnificent Morocco with Mr. Fuji in the corner. It was an amazing night, and it was something – it gave me chills when I first saw it on VHS. It gave me chills when I saw it for the probably 10th time on DVD. And it gives me chills even now watching it on the network for probably, I admit, in my lifetime, I probably watched that show 500 times. And, it, and it's just as good to me now as it was then, so. Yeah, one of my top five matches from, like, WrestleMania history is on that show still. And that's – tell me how good that match has to be for it to be – we're about to be, what, 40 years into WrestleMania, and I'm still talking about a match from WrestleMania three. It's amazing. You know what match I'm talking about. It's for the Intercontinental what? Championship, and it changed the way how wrestling matches were structured and how matches were presented. It made them more exciting. 
Sean will tell you, if we go back and watch some old school wrestling, we might be watching some foolishness for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Lots of headlocks, holding people down and stuff like that. And I can get down and watch that. But I've tried to show younger people, like, yo, you need to watch the Rumble 92. And they're like, bro, what is this? And I'm like, y'all don't know, man. We didn't know. I got excited when they finally gave people intros in the Rumble where you had your music play. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, where you no. could finally get the Bushwhackers theme and everything. A little fun fact about the Royal Rumble, too, I want to give you guys. This will make you laugh and smile. The 1990 Royal Rumble, Ted DiBiase was the number one entrant. Um, number two, I believe, was Coco Beware. Number three was Marty Jannetty. Number four was Jake the Snake Roberts. For the first three entrants after DiBiase, DiBiase it just didn't have music because DiBiase at the time did not have music at all. So DiBiase came down with no music. Coco Beware came down with the Birdman song. He got eliminated before number three came in. Marty Jannetty came in. They played Marty Jannetty's music. Marty Jannetty's came in. He got eliminated before even four came in. Jake the Snake Roberts with four. They, they brought in Jake the Snake Roberts with his music. From number five on, no, I think it was Macho King, they didn't play the music anymore. But that moment, the excitement that was built between those three guys, Jannetty, Coco, and Jake, Getting their music in the Rumble is what led to the Rumble eventually adopting that three years later. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Rob. BJ, what up? I see you in the chat. Rob saying, old, oh, make a different spot too out here. You better get out here with your little new generation references about us. Duck says, sexy lady 45 sounds like a fake email. Hey, he got it, not me. Look, uh, Kyra Derek Shaw. Like so like, why would you say that? That's him. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm so, I don't like some things I can't wrap my so I, I'm come on, bro. Uh, Sir Quills from Lackawanna, who are your top five? Oh, and thank you, Rob, for putting it in. That would have been my other one, One Night Stand 2005. I don't know why I wanted to be in New York City for that show, but I would have just been in there. It just looked crazy to be part of an ECW crowd when it came back. Oh, it's always. Be a part of that, Sir Quills. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the chat get some questions in first here, real quick. Um, who are your top five male promos in wrestling? It could be from any era. I feel like we're all gonna have a lot of the same ones, so maybe we can kind of run this list. Top top promo, Sean. Top five promo. Throw a guy out there who you think is top five. Rock Sunday Night Heat before WrestleMania 15. Oh, we're not getting specific. Wait, he he's just saying the person as the problem. Oh, Rock. Um, the Rock's got too many good ones. Yeah. Like, oh, some I'm trying to think of some of my favorite ones. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. When he beat, this was just a match with Tess, bro, and he is singing a whole thing about. Uh, I forgot. It was like ten sharpshooters singing, eight people's elbow elbowing, <laughs> and then he says, "On your two buck teeth and." Flipping all over New Orleans. The rock was great. The guitar, Hollywood rock. I'll never yeah. forget laughing at those. The rock says Cleveland is totally lame. How did this dump get a Hall of Fame? Oh, rock was so good. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, I'll be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. <laughs> With the, the Sacramento crowd was so mad. Who's so good. Rock? I love him. Who's the huh? rock? Who's the rock? I don't know who that is. Tom, 
<laughs> Come on now. You had to, Rock was the first name that came out. You know Rock was great. Rock could control uh, the people at one point. No, we're talking like we know who the guy is. Like I isn't that some old wrestler who doesn't exist anymore? Uh here here he goes. Here he goes. No, no, I, mean, no, I just I just heard there was a rumor back in twenty eleven or twenty twelve where some guy said he would come out and be the host of WrestleMania and then he would never leave again. And then I haven't seen him since. I was just curious if you knew who he was. He's still in the games. He's still he's still part of the family. You know, he's I mean, there's this guy Dwayne, there's this guy Dwayne Johnson. He's a movie star. He looks a lot like him. But he, don't worry, he he can come back for three months. I'm sick of him already. He's beating everybody. Just saying, I what don't do you want. There's a guy named Dwayne Johnson that looks like him, but he's a movie star. He could he's not a wrestler. He doesn't even call himself The Rock, so it couldn't be the same guy. Right. Uh WrestleMania 19. I'm trying to think of other favorites here. Uh-oh, hold on. Quill said specify my question. Who could cut the best promo in your opinion? Um, in your three guys' opinion. So Rock is up there for me. I will also put the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I love dude. I laugh at his commentary, even. You know, he hit him in the head with a commode lid. It was commode lid. Dusty just had a way of saying things where he was like, My son Dustin, we're gonna team up, we're gonna we're gonna take him down, baby. Then take him down. In anyone, everyone has a Dusty impression. So Dusty's up there for me. I don't know if you guys would agree, but Dusty's top five. Um, I think I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Roddy Piper is up there for me as well. I I don't sometimes I don't even know what he was saying. Sean Sean Sean's more of the old school classic fan. I I can I'm so fast I can spit duck and it'll hit an old lady in the face and I'm just like what is this man talking about right now? He would just say random things, but I don't know if you were a big Piper guy. I was not. I was not. But I'll tell you one person that gets overlooked in the promo conversation a lot because he has – everybody says he has the greatest finisher of all time or top three. I mean, you got to give Stone Cold Steve Austin credit. Stone Cold Steve Austin can cut a really good promo. Like, his Alliance stuff, like, the stuff when he would talk crap to, like, Raven and Perry Saturn and stuff, like, that's some of the funniest stuff in the industry. Like, Austin Austin is really good. Live chat, please tell me you remember when Vince McMahon was doing the uh the KMA club with your say, and he was out there with his pants down and Stone Cold came out. He always had great lines. Like they were regional, because you could just tell he was southern and he was just like, Is that supposed to be sexy? <laughs> he would just say so much in the what era, you could just go off on anything. You could just you could just start talking about anything, and it would be so funny. You like to eat cheeseburgers? <laughs> what? You like to you like to get a little thick in your tummy eating that garbage, huh? You know what I do? I drink a Steve Weiser every time I'm hungry. <laughs> he would just go into these rants about things. I thought they were so good. And you bringing up the Alliance stuff was great. I love a little before that when it was him and Kurt Angle fighting for Vince's love, driving him crazy. Oh, Jimmy crack on, and I don't care, and everyone's leaving. Um, another. Oh, I got one for when Sean was talking about the uh, the speech. They're out there giving the speech before, and this is like we have to beat the alliance. We have to beat the alliance. The Undertaker oh, yeah. standing there just like Derek. He's like, yeah. And the Undertaker looks at him like, don't you ever touch me again. Yeah, yeah. We're with you. Yeah, we're with you. Stone Cold as a heel, as much as people hate that period, I always thought that we got some good comedy out of it. At oh, least. And Austin and Angle were hurt, so they were kind of making up being on TV doing the promos because they, I think Angle had a broken tailbone from the King of the Ring. Right? Yeah. Uh, 
Let me see. Um, I, you know who else I'm going to throw in there? I think CM Punk is uh, – yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, boy. Here it comes. CM Punk is one of the best promos ever. CM I'm Punk not even joking about this. One of the best promos ever? Yes. Have you ever seen the Ring of Honor promo when he won the title? So in Ring of Honor, it used to be this big – the the internet community would know you're going to WWE, Sean, so you're probably going to lose this match. They'll give you your flowers, but if they hate you, they will get you. CM Punk's out there, they're like, he ain't winning the title. There's no way. He beats Austin Aries, who beat Samoa Joe, who we couldn't beat. He beats Austin Aries, and then he gets on the microphone, you deserve it. You deserve it. And he tells that story about, he was like, guys, I want to, if you could just hear me out for a second. I want to tell you a parable about the snake and the old man. An old man saw a snake dying on the side of the road. He took him home and he took care of him. And he tells that whole story. And then he said, and he nursed him back to health. And then one day the snake bit the old man. And he said, I took care of you. You poisoned me. Why did you bite me? And he said, because I'm a snake, you stupid old man. Why would you save me? And CM Punk said, just like each and every one of you, he turned everyone who loved him into that room like this. And I was like, that is genius. And then he said, I'm going to sign my WWE contract on the Ring of Honor title. This dude is a genius. Nobody ever did that before CM Punk. He's like an OG of that. He fooled everyone and stayed a couple months longer. So they probably lied about his contract. The news got out. Like he was like, they made contact with me. They made me the offer. And I know when I'm starting, let's lie about it. Let's just make this into a whole storyline. Genius. The pipe bomb. CM Punk said in WWE, you know why I can never get over? Because you wouldn't give me this. The moment they gave him that, he became a main eventer instantly. I got scared when he had to go toe-to-toe with The Rock. I was like, oh, man, I'm worried. I'm worried. But then when he gave him the line about sometimes your arms are too short to box with God to The Rock, I was like, yo, he held his own, bro. Like, CM Punk is one of the best, I think, when it comes to promos. He hits it out of the park. Him and MJF, great feud, storyline, the back and forth. I'm I'm putting him up there. Just Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to you. All right, all right. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. You boys. <laughs> I respect your opinion. <laughs> Doug, Doug, uh, hold on. Let me go back to what Doug said. Doug said wasn't meant to be hateful. <laughs> His comment before, he wanted to clarify. Make a difference. Five two is nuts. Y'all, why are we talking about five two in the chat? I love that jacket too that he wore back then. Love it. Um, go ahead, Sean. I don't think go ahead, gave, Sean. I don't think he gave you. A- go ahead, Derek. Tell him about Gangrel's epic promos. You're a brood guy. Gangrel <laughs> never talked, bro. I'm, oh god, Gangrel's epic promos. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Austin. Like I said, I'm gonna go Ra. That's pretty typical. Um, I'm gonna go Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh yeah, so good. Dude, the '80s guys are so underrated. Like people just don't know. The yeah. the the, the, the um, you, know you know, I'm gonna go Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, he's crazy, bro. There's no way. Go, go. Yeah, just, yeah. It's just, it's just, oh, just the camera's about. eyes. Camera's eyes. He looked with his eyes into the camera. And he told the world and made me believe that Hulk Hogan was a backstabbing, no good person and tried to steal his girl. Looking back on it as a grown man, Hogan, are you kidding? It was obvious. 
Hogan was after Elizabeth the whole time. Oh, the lust in your eyes, brother. Everybody was like, oh, Macho, you're overreacting. No. Macho was right on the money. Right on the money. Hogan has always been selfish. And that's exactly like in any facet of life, why in God's name would you take Elizabeth back to the dressing room area for medical attention? And Macho Man's getting beaten up by five, two 500 pound guys. You're selfish. You're selfish. Another thing. Oh, you got me going now. Another thing. Why did the Mega Powers come out to Hulk Hogan's music? Why did the Mega Powers come out to Red and uh, with Red wearing red and yellow? Is it just my imagination, or was Macho Man Randy Savage the undisputed heavyweight champion? That's what I remember. Why does Hogan? Why did Hogan get top billing in Survivor Series? Survivor Series 1998. Macho Man comes out first. Hogan, check this out. Check this out. Macho Man comes out with his music. Survivor Series 98. Look it up. Comes out with his music with the other team members. Coco Beware, Hillbilly Jim, Hercules. Macho Man music. Macho, Hercules, Coco, and Hillbilly are in the ring. And then they hit Real American, and Hogan comes out by himself. Macho Man's the champion! What the hell's going on here? I believe I have told you guys about people getting Macho Man Randy Savaged. I'm not joking about that when I say it. Oh, um, God. Sean, I'm going to switch it over. I see a couple people. You guys can put a few more questions in there. I'll get back to those in the live chat. I want to get to uh, some of these questions. Doug is going to be, we're going to just go through these, and these are kind of like fire ones that Doug put in here. He said, uh, he said it was getting quiet in here, so I've got some questions for each of you. Can you do the whole podcast in different characters' voices? Maybe, maybe I could. If I could find one that I could find funny enough to do for the whole show, I probably could. Can you do a voice for an entire podcast, though, Sean? I could do Triple H. I've done a pretty, you know, I've done a pretty good Triple H. Yeah, we should just have Triple H talking. I mean, an hour and a half is a long time. That's a long time. Can you do a voice that long? Nah, nah, you can start going crazy. Yeah, man, trying to be Heath Ledger for like an hour and a half. Can you, I'm a man of my word, <laughs> who would win in an arm wrestling contest between you two? I think this is for me and Sean. I don't know. You I would. don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know, bro. It's all about leverage. It's all about leverage. It's all about that risk control. Um, and actually, the arm that I would use is actually injured right now, shoulder wise. So Sean might get me. I'll, I'll give Sean the credit on that one. Uh, question three: If you could build someone up to dethrone Roman, that's not an oos. Or an honorary ooze. Who would it be and how? I know why you said that. That's not an ooze because that was for me. I know that was for me. I get it. I get it. Um, My answer is going to be hated, but it's going to be Cody. Because it serves for a longer business term relationship. I'm just telling you. No, but you got to. I told you, though, you have to do this. If you want to attract people from AEW, there's no other way to do it. If Cody doesn't get anything, nobody's going to sign there. Why would you go over there? You're crazy. I get it if you're the rumors are Brian Pillman Jr. may be going over to WWE. But you're crazy if you think that that's just going to be like, nah, we're good, bro. Don't worry about it. We're good. Like, I'll go over there. I trust you. 
they're going to think they're all going to get buried. The day is and the day is going to come where it's a lie for somebody. I want you to know that as well. Where someone's going to go over there like, hop, skippity doo. I'm so happy to be in WWE. Yeah, uh, tonight you're losing to uh, you're losing to. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone who they have no business. Riddick Moss is in the house tonight, and he's getting that dub. Yeah, have a good night. Why do you hate Riddick Moss so much, bro? Bro, I just I don't don't give me I I don't get it. Like. They made they made that do such a big deal and they don't use them. All right, all right. So, all right. So that's me. I'm just for the business money side of things. Who are y'all b- picking to beat? You got to build them up though, and it can't be an USO. No one in the bloodline. Is this current? Anybody? And, okay. Oh well, wait. No legends. You can't be talking about like no, 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 no. Coco be wearing Frankie about to take the belt from Roman now. Go ahead, Sean. LA Knight. Yeah. Okay. Say it again. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with LA Knight. If they can build him up to get to a position where uh, he can win the Royal Rumble, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. I you know what? I, I like that idea. That that's that's a simple one too, because that's for the people. My choice was just business wise. Like you have to do that. I think for business. I know people hate it. And listen, I'm not the biggest fan of every single thing I'm saying, but for money, you got to do that. Yeah, you got to do that. Oh. Let's keep going. I got Doug. Doug's got ten of these. Hold on, I think we're only on number three. If you have your own business and had unlimited money and could take anyone from anywhere, who would be your champions? World champ, mid card champ, tag, and women's. Roman Reigns, Jade O, Sasha Banks, the acclaimed. I will go for my world champion, Roman Reigns. My mid-card, give me Orange Cassidy. My tag team, FTR, and twice on Sunday. Uh, My women's champ, I will also go with Mercedes Monet. World champ? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I would go Roman. World champ. Mid card, I would say. Let's see. Alistair Black. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Tag team. Tag team. I would probably do. Oh, man. I would say FTI, but I don't I don't want to I don't want to jump. I don't want to do that. So I'd probably say um, Young Bucks. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, what, what's his name? It's not Buddy Murphy now. Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews and um, Brody King. Okay, for well, tag team. You have the uh, you have the House of Black with all the gold. Yeah, and then uh, women's. I would have to go. Anna J. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would say Hikaru Shida. Okay, yo, Derek, think outside the box, bro. Hey, have to, bro. I have to. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Uh, twice on Sundays. I'm gonna say seven. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Bobby Fish is Bobby Fish. Where's the lie? 
What is what single moment in your wait? What single moment is your personal favorite moment overall in wrestling history? With a tear in my no, that's not mine. Uh, favorite moment. That's tough. I think the feeling after watching um, I there's I have so many. It's weird. WrestleMania 25 was such a great match. I just remember, like, afterwards feeling like this is what pro wrestling is supposed to be. Uh, WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels finally winning the title, like, watching one of my favorites of all time when the belt was cool. Um, I would see. Just toss, toss about there. I would see generations colliding, and I actually got a chance to see it live in Miami. Watching Rock eat Cena was huge. Yeah, that was a huge match at the time, especially. Yeah. Rock, Rock, I mean, Dwayne is uh, is a is like a freak of nature, right? So, so with Dwayne being as old as he was, but still being in his prime, you know, prime per se, and Cena genuinely in his prime, that was, see, to me, Hogan and Rock, amazing, but Hogan was definitely, his best days were definitely behind him. Rock was still on, Dwayne was still on his way to becoming... Dwayne was still on his way to becoming world champion again, if you think about it. You know, 2012, going into 2013, he became world champion again. So Dwayne Johnson was still on top of his game. So my point is to see a 90% in his prime Dwayne Johnson going up against 100% in his prime John Cena, that was was epic. And I was there. That's a good one. I I think a lot of people will probably – a lot of people, I know a lot of people would actually hate me for, for saying this. But I think my favorite moment in wrestling history is when they actually gave the platform for Bray Wyatt to expose John Cena. Mm, mm. Th- those are some good promos, man. Yes. Those are some good promos. I can't, I, we might have a Bray question, I think, from Twitter. I haven't even got, we haven't even done Twitter stuff yet. Uh, Doug gives us a bunch. So let's just try to run through this. And I'm going to change some of these, Doug. Forgive me for this, just for the sake of time right now. Who, in your current opinion, is the most underrated superstar in each of the major promotions? Uh, let's pick up who do you think is the most underrated superstar in all of the promotions right now? Yeah, like who do you think, who do you see tremendous potential in that's not being used? Um, <laughs> Somebody did ask you to say that, so you can go, you can let it out if you want. Oh, I don't have the graphic here. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I could say Jey Uso, but that's pretty typical. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll go with Solo Sokoa. I think Solo Sokoa should have more chance to talk and be more be more in front. And I think that's starting to happen. So I'll say Solo Sokoa. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm trying to think here. Um, what what was the word he used? Is it underrated? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to expound upon this a little bit. I'm going to pick Dalton Castle. I think Dalton Castle is a tremendous superstar with a tremendous gimmick. I don't know if the back injury derailed him so far that he can't do too much, but that's my pick for it. Um, we're on question eight, so let's fly through these guys. What is your biggest pay-per-view? Wait, what? Is the main event to your biggest pay-per-view for the year for the company you created for question four? Uh, so listen, my biggest pay-per-view 
is easily CM Punk and FTI versus the Elite for me. That's the that's the match that you have to do. I'm gonna disagree with you just because I don't like the six man tag as a main event. I'm gonna go CM Punk versus Kenny Omega one on one. Okay. Uh ooh, shit, that's hard. I tell you, um never wanna see main event six man tags. That's just a that's a personal thing. Yeah, that six man tag main event would be tough. Very tough. Um, say Malachi Black and Roman Reigns. Good luck, Malachi. I feel like Malachi Black like that. God bless. Eric likes the dark characters. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, what got you started into being a wrestling fan and what kept you a fan? I've always watched since I was a little kid, and hope and habit is what keeps me hooked. Got me in wrestling, Hogan. Kept me in wrestling, DX. This dude actually got me into it. I never watched wrestling until I started watching it with him. Um, I'm ashamed that Hogan got me in wrestling, by the way. Hey, there you go. I, I would say, unfortunately, I, I started I, I started watching Hulk Hogan. It's, it's sad to say now. It's like, Derek, it's like, you know, and Conrad actually – Hogan, you know, you say it tongue in cheek like yes. Hogan, unfortunately, was the reason why you know seven year old me was watching wrestling. So, yeah, unfortunately, happens to all of us. Trust me. <laughs> I, I have a Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy picture in my kindergarten graduation picture. Um, how many German suplexes do you think you could take for Brock Lesnar? Each one is worth substantial amount of money. I'll do three. I'll, yeah, I won't shortchange myself and say one. I'll, I'll say two. I, I don't think any more than two or two. Three. Three three's the number for me. That's <laughs> – don't lie. Don't kid yourself here, Derek. Nah, I'm probably taking one. <laughs> I'm done. Don't kid yourself. Uh, I'm keeping it up here. Uh, shout out to Mark Fulmer for these this question. Um, wait. As a fan, what stands out to you when you choose a wrestler who to like and follow? Uh, personally, I just look to see if someone's cool. Like, I always just try to see how how are you different than what else is on my screen right now. What 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 makes you like someone? Like, Derek, you like the darker character. So, like, what brings you into them? Uh, presence. You give me the perfect presence for the character that that matches. I'm good. I'll take it. Sean, I I, I don't got anything on this one. You don't. I, what, you don't have a reason why you like people. It's just you do. It's yo. You, you, you took, I gotta feel you, bro. If I feel you, I feel you. If I don't, I don't. Okay. Okay. Um, like, Jared like, Simmons. Why do I like, like, like Jay Uso more than Jimmy? They're freaking twins. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. Like. Right. <laughs> Jared Simmons. Who was the first heel you recall cheering? I have two that come to mind. I have one that I vividly remember, and I have one that I think I kind of remember cheering, which is super messed up, and I really will feel embarrassed when I have to say it. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, is someone who I kind of remember cheering as a kid. I always liked the Million Dollar Man, like action figure and everything else. He had money, bro. Like, what are you, who's going to be upset about this? Everybody's got a price, baby. How much is yours? And the uh, Shawn Michaels, though, was the first heel. The barbershop, I'll never forget the super kick. And I was like, good, good. He should leave Marty. Marty's been screwing up lately. And when he threw his head through the window, I was like, good, perfect. You're out of here. You're out of the rockers. We don't need you anymore. I wish I was smarter as a kid and cheered for Macho over Hogan. But I was smart enough as a kid 
to cheer for Macho King over the Warrior. Nothing wrong with that. I was, I was I'll admit I was kind of a Warrior guy back then as a kid. Tough, bro. That's a tough one. I, I think the first the first heel I cheered for was Razor Ramon. Ooh, good choice. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Which are you more a fan of, a pinfall finish or a submission finish? Oh, I'm, I'm always, I'm always partial to pinfalls. I I love me a good submission though. WrestleMania 20 comes to my mind. He who we shall not speak of and Triple H. That tap out was perfect. I love those. Like he's in it. You're like, dude, is Triple H really about to get out of this again? And then you just saw the little hand tap. Like, I hate, I hate to admit it. I was there, and Conrad, you're. I, it felt there was 18,000 to 19,000 people in the garden, maybe for whatever the configuration was, and it felt like 100,000 people. The pop for that man winning the title was amazing. All right. Little did we know. I feel attacked on some of these next couple coming up, so I'm sorry. Rob asks, why can't you accept that Cody made – why can't you accept Cody making the right business decision? I have no answer for this. I get it though. He did get a big bag for it. I mean, like, I get it. It's it's his business decision. I just don't have to respect it, right? Like, that's how I feel. Like, I I thought you were team AEW. I that that's just how I feel. But good for Cody for getting the bag. If that's what he wanted to do, that's what he did. He doesn't deserve a damn thing. He's a freaking <laughs> yeah, he turned his back on his own company. Who the hell do you think you are? Now you're gonna main event two straight WrestleManias and win the title? Get the hell out of here. Go. Oh, yo, Rob, Rob got a good one here. Ready for this? This is the would you rather. Would you rather be a paralegal at Titan Towers or subject yourself to a marathon of 2000 WCW's pay-per-views? <laughs> I'm taking the 2000 WCW pay-per-view value. I would have saved WCW if I was in charge. And I'm, and no, I'm, but, he said you, but he said you have to watch like the Russo era of pay-per-views. There's no. I'll be a paralegal. You're tripping. <laughs> Sean, extra copies of what Mr. McMahon did. <laughs> Gonna need you to work overtime this weekend, buddy. <laughs> Better learn Titan, pal. It doesn't mean I won't quit. <laughs> oh, that's probably the best. Oh, and Rob definitely did this one to me. You got to keep one, and the rest are erased from history. He picked some of my favorite things. Sons of Anarchy, all forms of Philly cheesesteak, gaming, and the Yankees. Oh, you know what? The Yankees had a good run. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I'm eliminating from that one. Yeah, Yankees for you too. Yeah, Sean, you got it. You got what you're kicking out. Nice. Sons of Anarchy, Philly cheesesteak, gaming, or uh, the Yankees. He put all forms of Philly cheesesteak, so you'll never get to see that again. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Yankees for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just the right thing to do. It it's is the right thing to do, brothers. It definitely is. All right. Um let me check to see. I you know what I never checked? I never checked IG to see if I got a question on there. I'm really bad sometimes with these things. Oh, sorry, so actually, yeah, that's crazy. What a question now? Yeah, I've been getting surprised. I've been get surprised when, when I get DMs. I don't know why. Hold on here. I'm looking, I'm looking to see. Contacts. I have a bunch of people like the stuff, but did we get a question on there? I don't think so. If I missed your thing on, uh, I got one. I got one. Who, go ahead. 
who's the better manager? Be honest, Miss Elizabeth or Sensational Sherry? Sherry, Sherry, hundred percent. I think so too. I, I love Miss Elizabeth, but I Sherry is a better manager. Derek, were you around for uh, Sensational Queen Sherry or Sister Sherry in Harlem Heat? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. Uh, brother. <laughs> brother. Yeah. I still think he just mixed up his words, honestly. Yeah. Sean, you're giving a lot of credit out there. You're giving I, think, a I, lot think, of credit. I think when you look at that clip, Booker T was caught between that word. He was caught between the streets and that promo is what he got right. caught between. Right, right, right. He have no choice. Um, None. Their preference or not enough knowledge to speak on it? Uh, oh, shout out to Guy Gamble. That's hilarious, and that's true. <laughs> I would say not enough to speak on it, but I did I did like Sister Sherry, though. Yeah. I did. Yeah, you look like a nasty, filthy nasty saying that. I, I hope this is PG. Um, all right, let's go to the. I'm gonna go to the live chat, then we're gonna end with the Twitter ones because I got a couple in there from Twitter. I know Twitter's about to hit us hard. Uh, do 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 Somebody said something about being a Huckleberry. I don't even want to know. Oh, that's the Dusty when we were talking about Dusty. Um, I'm trying to find sick is where I had it. Here we go. Sorry, sick. We're going back a half hour now. Uh, I have a question. If you were to book a five-card dream match where all the wrestling promotions came together, who would you book from the first match to the main? Any, any era, any time, everybody in there. You know what, let's, let's just do one dream match because we're going to be here for a minute. So what's one dream match you would want to book? doesn't have to be your favorite, but let's all just book right. one dream there, match. Anybody in their prime from any era? Yeah. Prime HBK versus Prime Eddie Guerrero. That would be fire. What's Prime Eddie to you? Prime Eddie is WWE Championship Eddie. I know a lot of people would say Cruiserweight Champion Eddie. But to me, Eddie was the total package in 2004 because of not only his wrestling ability, but because of, of his promos and his charisma. Who are you taking, D? Just fantasy matchup. You always wanted to see it. I don't, I don't know if it, it's a fantasy matchup that I've always wanted to see. I, I, I would say it's a fantasy matchup that I would love to see. Bray Wyatt versus MJF. Okay. Um that's a good one. That'd be a promo heavy that you would need that one for. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Kurt Angle versus Bret Hart. I don't know why. I feel like that match would just be magic. Why, just would, magic. Not, why would you not feel like that match would be magic? I, I see exactly where you're going with that. Oh, uh, dude. But I'm just saying it would be so great. And then, it, and then depending on like the year or the time would be who wins, Like it would just be crazy. Honestly, I would say you do prime on both sides. Oh, no, you have to do prime. But what I'm saying is it would be crazy to pick who wins. Like, who would win that match then? I would give that to – I'm going Kurt, I think. I think Kurt gets Brett out of the sharpshooter into an ankle lock, transitions up. Brett can't get out. Great binds the leg just like HBK. Got to tap, Brett. And Brett never taps. So that's what makes it even okay. more special. Yeah. Um, BJ comes in. Who are the three greatest IC champs? Interested to see what spot y'all think Miz is in. Brett Miz. HBK and no, I take that back. HBK, Kurt Henning, and HBK, Kurt Henning, and Savage. Michaels, Jericho, and Savage. Oh my goodness. I am going to go Razor Ramon. I will go Jeff Jarrett. 
Stop. <laughs> Definitely not my choice. He was a great heel, though. He made me want to see him lose. Uh, I, I always struggle between whose run I like better between Brett and Sean's for the Intercontinental title because they were both really good. Um, I feel like they don't get enough credit for how good their runs is. That's what hurts Jericho's, in my opinion, because he just had it so many times. Um, you know what? I'm going to say give me Sean just because I'm being biased right there on preference. And then uh, the last one, you know what? I, I think you could argue that Miz is really good. He might be top five, but I don't think I can put Miz no. in there. No. I, I got to go. No, but no, but Miz, Miz was a good IC champ, though, of like the modern era, Sean. He did try to make it mean more than it Would was. Would you give the nod over Macho Man? No. Would you give the nod over Mr. Perfect? Keep, no, let's keep real quick. Savage. No. Perfect. All I'm saying is it's tough. It's tough Savage. out here. No, I'm not letting this go. Every once in a while, I won't let something go. Savage, yes or no? No. Perfect, yes or no? I gotta look back at You're saying the match is better than this. I said I just gotta look back at his matches. Who did he uh, face? He had Tito Santana. Better than Mr. Perfect. I'm just saying Miz had some good promos and feuds when he was IC champ. Him and Dolph Ziggler's match was great for the IC title. That was a good match. Yeah, that was good. We can't we can't just start dumping on Miz like he was just producing hot garbage back then. Savage. He was doing good. Savage. No. Bret Hart. All right, no. Your answer is no. You know why are you asking me questions you know the answer to? I'm You're, done answering this. You Thank know you, why? BJ. You know why? Because you hesitated when I said perfect. I gotta I was trying to remember what Mr. Perfect, like who he was up against besides Warrior in them. Seeing you guys have kids, what's match in a promo you would get them into wrestling? What's a match you would show kids to get them into pro wrestling? I don't know. What's a kid-friendly match to you? None, Sean. I, I, I'm going Undertaker Shawn Michaels to get someone into wrestling, though. It's a simple story of at WrestleMania yeah. 25, good, evil, heaven, uh, hell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the two different sides. And then you watch the match. It's an incredible match. And, unfortunately, you ain't beating The Undertaker. It's kind of a mixed thing, but I feel like they would understand, like, oh, okay. It's good and evil, and they're wrestling each other, and Sean's trying to show that he's still the man. He's still cocky and arrogant, and he's got it. And the one time he got too cocky, he got dropped on his dome. I don't I don't, I don't, don't think I could say any, anything other than that. Promo, I'd probably show him Dusty Rhodes hard times. Yeah. Hard times when they boot you out. Oh, actually, you watch. Actually, I'd probably show uh, Ric Flair. It's so hard. <laughs> what do you got, Sean? Brock Hogan. I don't know if I even want to speak to you the rest of the day, man. But I've never been this upset with you ever. What, what, here's what I'm saying. BJ makes a good point about this. I think Miz is overlooked in that category because people are just like, oh, it's the Miz. The Miz wasn't bad as an IC champion. That's where I think he fit. He was fine for that. The issue is that you're going up against a lot of great – there's been a lot of great intercontinental champions. The problem is the latter half of this lineage of the title doesn't have great champions. The Miz, just isn't, even better than, the Miz isn't, isn't even better as an intercontinental champion than Randy Orton was. Randy Orton was a better champion than him. Randy was probably the last great one before Miz. And I'm going to say something that's really going to make you mad, okay? If you want to talk about longevity and charisma, 
The honky tonk man was a better intercontinental champion. All right, we're done. We're done. Now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Honky tonk man sucked. He was bad. You know he should have lost to Brutus Beefcake. You know he should have lost. Honky tonk man. I wasn't a fan of his. Honky tonk man is a. was? Wow. Wow. You sit there with your face hanging out telling me that Kurt Henning is not a good intercontinental champion as the Miz, and then you want to get on me. See, this is what I said. I said, I'd let me think about who Mr. There's Perfect is. to think about. We're talking about Kurt Henning. He had his match with Brett with the bad back. I could tell he was hurt in that match. And it was still good. But what I'm saying is that's one match. What else did Mr. Perfect do in that run? And by the way, the coach sucked. He was horrible. Bobby Heenan should have been his manager always. Mick Foley is the most slept on promo of all time, Rob says. I can agree. Yeah. Um, oh, man. People are hitting us top five favorite pay-per-views. Uh, people are saying, I agree. Punk was great on the promos. Uh, who is this versus the Bucks? O's versus the Bucks. Mercedes Monet versus Jade. Vikingo, Speedball, Bailey, Ray Phoenix, and Ricochet in an elimination style and a four-way because I love my flippy. <laughs> uh, let me see. Someone said they got to go back to work. Punk versus Kenta. Cena versus the Rainmaker. Okay. Those are some good ones. There's some good ones. People are coming in. <laughs> 2000 over a paralegal at Titan Sean is tripping, bro. I don't think Sean knew how much work he would have signed himself up for for that. I'm going to need you to go shred these so they don't find me, Sean. <laughs> Uh, Casey, Sons of Anarchy is big time overrated, bro. We're done with you. We're done with that. Come on now. Uh, Sherry can sing for you too. Can Sensational Queen Sherry sing? I think so. Is there a song for her? He's saying that she can sing my song because my name is Sean. Oh, Sean Michaels. You guys, you. Did you ever hear the Vince McMahon version? It's on YouTube. No, I haven't heard it. So, you know how Vince would, like, do the things, like, this is how I want you to do it? Someone recorded him, and I don't know how they got this and uploaded it, but go on YouTube one day when you're bored, after this, of course, and put in, like, them singing the song. And Vince McMahon's on there, I think I'm cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm set. And I was just like, this is Vince McMahon's idea. This is his brainchild. He thinks this is the greatest thing ever. You can, he, you can feel the excitement in his voice in the recording studio, like, yeah. Then you're doing this, and then you're dancing around, and you're going to do the pose. You're going to be like, ah. Like, I just hear Vince in it, bro. You, Sean, when you do it, please send me your reaction after. I have to hear it after you hear this. Who's the funniest wrestler in your opinion? Like, what makes you pop every time? The Rock. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Rock. Dwayne Johnson is pretty funny. Um, did I get him? Hold on. Did I get him? Got us. Got him. I got him. I got that bug. Finally. You messed up, son. All right. Sorry. I feel good about that. Um, people are saying Kurt and Brett. Crazy. Crazy. If I'm missing any other questions, if Miz wins again, holds it for 11 days, he beats both records held and most reigns. 
Miz equals I see greatness. So let me give you a caveat to this, Sean. On BJ's podcast, they had a great argument over top five Intercontinental Champions, and everyone's list was different. And you should have heard the beatings going down. Someone was like, I'm going to tell you why Brett's the best ever. And somebody went on a rant about the Miz. It might have been BJ. I can't remember. But it was a great – you got BJ. You may have to upload that for uh, or send it to Sean so he can hear it. I, 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 uh, I'm going to say this real quick because I'm – I'm not, I'm not going to do this today. I look at the Miz. No, because y'all, y'all, you know, Derek knows me a little bit, and you know me for real. Like, I, I'm not going to do this today. I swear to God, I'm not. Um, bottom line is this, okay? I've advocated for the Miz being in, in the Hall of Freaking Fame. Nobody's hating on the Miz. He's going to be. All right? So it is what it is. Hall of Fame, period. But Miz is one of these guys, and I want you guys to pay real close attention to what I'm about to say. Derek Conrad chat. Miz is going to be a Hall of Famer because he did a lot of things really well. Miz was not great, great, great at anything. He's been really good at a lot of things. That's the reason why he's going into the Hall of Fame. You don't think of Miz as a great promo. You don't think of Miz, in my mind, maybe I'm all by myself, you don't think of Miz as a great Intercontinental Champion. You don't think of Miz certainly as a great WWE Champion. You don't think of Miz as a great main event at WrestleMania. Miz was good at a lot of things. And in my mind, being good at a lot of things means you should be in the Hall of Fame. But Miz is not great. Great is Hogan. Tongue-in-cheek. Wish I couldn't say it, but it's the truth. Great is Ric Flair. Great is The Rock. Great is Chris Jericho. Great is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Miz is not great. Isn't it harder to be let's great, all, though? Let's, but... let's all reel it back in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let me say this. It's hard to be great today if the company chooses you. You are automatically hated instantly. Mine, Edge was probably the last person they chose that people kind of let slide. <laughs> Everyone else since then has been hated. Who loves John Cena? Who come on? Let's be real. Uh Flair even gave him the figure four. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, BJ, I'm gonna oh, burst your bubble on this one. Miz is never winning another title again. I, I can't even I can't even whatever. Who else beat John Cena in the main event other than The I, Rock? Bro, are you serious? Hey, hey, BJ's opinion. BJ's opinion. Listen. Let's get into let me get into these uh these Twitter ones real quick. Oh, this is a good one. What is one issue that each of the big pro wrestling companies need to fix? What's an issue that you have with pro wrestling overall, Sean, that you feel the big companies need to fix? I think WWE They're from Matt Lopez, by the way. I think I think WWE genuinely has to good question, Emily. They genuinely have to take more consideration to the fans. I think WWE doesn't just give fans a tease by taking things away to give it back. I think genuinely, and I could be wrong, I think genuinely WWE literally goes out of its way to not give what the fans what they want. It's 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 almost comical how much they veer. LA Knight, I mean LA Knight, it may swing back around, but LA Knight, the Usos, even Solo Sokoa that one night on Raw, um, one night on SmackDown, excuse me, where he came out. And he was and he was about to turn on Roman, but it was all a swerve. The fans told you in that 10 seconds what they thought Solo should do. 
there's been so many instances where the fans and they just went out of whatever. <laughs> they just literally went out of their way, is my point. WWE went out of their way. And when it comes to AEW, they need to be more consistent because they do give the fans what they want. They just need to be more consistent in their efforts as it relates to putting them on quality quality matches. They do for the most part, but I feel like sometimes they get a little bit complacent. Like they can have a bet. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys do a great AEW review every Wednesday. Every Some Wednesdays they, they have like pay-per-view quality shows. The next week it could be like AEW Dark. I think it depends on how people feel about the the AEW shows personally. Like sometimes I'm like I'm okay with seeing some of the other guys pop up on there. It depends. Like I think sometimes people are really harsh on AEW too though. Like they get a really bad rap. Like I'm like, dude, they gave they they gave you some a decent match or two. You know what I mean? But then I'm here I got to hear about See, this is where people it'll turn into fan perspective, then it turns into business stuff. Like, but Raw's got two million people. I don't care about that. Like, the show is not for me. Like, I I'm, I haven't been a fan of it recently. Like, there's a couple segments that people tune in for. I feel like, and that's it. I don't know where all this fan interest has been, where it came from. Where was this interest when Nakamura was going for the world title? That wasn't interesting to you, but now this is. Like, I don't. I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it right now. Um. Let me see. Vinny asked us a quick question. Vinny, thank you for uh, watching. He said, do you guys think Brock Lesnar is Mr. SummerSlam? That is a really good question, Vinny. Shout out to you. And I would say... I think Mr... I want to give it to Brett, kind of. It's close. It's close. Um, Brett's a really good one, but I... Brock... I, I might go with Vinny on this one. Brock is Mr. SummerSlam, I think. It's close. What do you think? Brock, Mr. SummerSlam or Brett? Brett's got some bangers, but Brock's probably got more now. Brock has become synonymous with that pay-per-view. I mean, he did dethrone Rock there. Vinny, that might, that's a... What about Randy, though? Randy Savage? Uh, Randy Orton, oh! Yeah, Orton. But but then Brock beat Orton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, And Orton's had some... Yeah. Eat that leg drop, brother. Uh, <laughs> Eat that leg drop. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, so. Brock, Mr. SummerSlam. I like that, Vinny. Very smooth. We'll go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Shoes said, bro, Sean was looking so sad right now. That's what I love about you. You got more passion and drama than any pro wrestling today. I love it. Uh, Come on now. Pro Wrestling Shoes. I'm not, I'm not sad. I appreciate you, Pro Wrestling Shoes. You're always very respectful in my comments. So. Twitter across the board in the show. I'm not sad, but I, I just think that uh, I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, Pro Wrestling Shoe, for the respect. I appreciate it. Let's get Noob's question in. Noob was one of the first ones who sent a question in. So I'm sorry, Noob, that it took me a minute to get to this one. Uh, with Now, Natalia Markova not currently signed with NWA. Which wrestling promotion do you think she could fit in signing with? Put WWE, AEW, or Impact as the choices. She could fit in anywhere, but I think for the betterment of her career, she should sign with AEW. AEW, I'm going to go with Impact, I think, would be the best place. Can't speak on There you go. Honesty. Derek, start watching uh, NWA, free on YouTube. There you go. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Well, is not bad. There's just certain parts of it where it's like, dude, I don't know. Billy, Billy Corgan lost me a little bit while he was dealing with some stuff. 
Uh, XG Dub on Twitter asks, what are your thoughts on the Owen Hart Cup winners, Ricky Starks and Willow Nightingale? Love it. They were good choices. I I, tweet, I, uh, I posted about that on Instagram. And my, my caption was, thank you, AEW, for giving. This is what giving the fans what they want looks like. I am ecstatic. Bro. I am ecstatic about Starks and Willow winning that tournament. I think it was amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was um, I was hurt when I saw how Ricky beat Punk. I, the shot look on my because I was like, Punk can't lose this. He's the un, he's the uncrowned champ. How are you going to pull this off? How are you going to hold the ropes? Owen Hart style. Peace, Juice and Liger. Give me my trophy. I'm out. Peace. I'm out. I was just like, Rob saw my face the whole time because he called me. And I was just like, I love it. And you know what? This leads to the mama. I would love for CM Punk to come out and come. Not that he would. If CM Punk, if they worked where CM Punk would complain about Ricky cheating. Complaining CM Punk is the best CM Punk. Okay, so let's run with that. Let's hope that CM Punk comes out and complains about Starks cheating and then starts being like, you're talking about cheating? Oh, I would. That could lead to such a great face-to-face. This could be Starks' moment. Listen. I think he needs that. Let me, can we take off the kayfabe hat for a second? Sure. CM Punk will be very smart. If, he, if no one's going to work with him, he's going to make people that will work with him. Even if that means changing some people around. Stop booing Impact. Impact's not a bad show, all right? Stop booing Impact. You're hating. You're hating. Derek will watch Impact and get excited about it. No. All right? So listen. Sean, did this dude ever tell you about my about my my little rent? On- no, we ain't doing that right well, now. Was it Impact or was it NWA? Impact. It was Impact. In my comments, yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear it because I probably no, you don't want to hear it. There's cursing and foolishness involved in this, and we're not dealing with that, bro. I'm gonna find it. And I'm gonna send it to you. Dude, right. hold on, we got five more questions. Let's let's see if we can fly through these real quick. Oh, here's a tough one. What if instead of Russo, what if Paul Heyman booked WCW 1999? I saw this on a YouTube video. I wanted to get it from you guys on class. You're fired. Could Paul Heyman have saved them? I don't know, though. The restrictions on him would have been tough. But I still think he would have been able to do like a Ring of Honor type product. What do you think, Sean? Could Heyman have saved it if it was Heyman instead of Russo? I love Paul Heyman, but I don't want Paul Heyman in charge of my finances. Well, he wouldn't be in charge of the money, though. They would just say you're creative. He's creative. Oh, if he was creative only, then I think he they would have been in better shape with Paul Heyman. I think so, bro. If if no money is involved, Paul Heyman can sell you a good. But 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 keep Paul Heyman as far away from the books as possible. <laughs> Absolutely, you'll get your first class tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Does Paul Heyman book them before they lose the radicals? Yes, because Russo came in in '99. So. For those who don't know, this is purely out of fun. I've been trying to watch all of the WCW 99, like, random nitros and pay-per-views to see where it all went bad. I'm pretty sure I've discovered Great American Bash is where I'm completely lost. I'm like, what has happened? I'm confused. And I'm on Road Wild right now. I only made it two matches in. I had to turn it off because I couldn't stand it yesterday. Like, I was like, I can't. I can't do this right now. And um, Paul Heyman would have the Radicals before they left. Real quick, I just want to throw something out there. 98, we all know 95 through 97 was the best in WCW, but 98 was pretty good. 98 to 99, WCW, it's like night and day. 
Like, 98 WCW, Savage winning the title from, from Sting. Sting losing it. I mean, Savage losing it to Hogan. Bret Hart. 98 Wolfpack. Some people like this with the Wolfpack. But 98, 98 WCW compared to 99 WCW. What the heck happened? Bro, that's what I'm saying. I watched the finger poke of Doom, and it felt like creatively it all just fell over. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. Like, because it got so convoluted and confusing. The show I'm on, the main event is Hulk Hogan versus Kevin Nash. I'm like, so eight months ago, none of this mattered then? Why did you do what you did eight months ago? And, Sean, you know what I've said. I'm big on don't waste my time. Why are you wasting my time with all of this then? absolutely. And this comment, I am not going to tolerate Impact being trash anymore, and I don't want any funny comments back either. From now on, I'm going to say, how would you book Impact to be better then? Because that's what I want to hear from people. Slammiversary was a good show, in my opinion. Me and Sean did a preview of it last week, live, 6.05 on Clash of the Podcast. Make sure you're here. Um, we did a preview of it, and I thought it was a really good show. Slammiversary was a C-plus, in my opinion. Really? Not- I thought it was a good show. Look, I got a lot of C-pluses, and I ended up graduating and doing well in college. But in high school, a C-plus or a B-minus is where I lived. And a C plus to me was not a bad. They did okay. I mean, it wasn't a. I don't. I don't think it was a B. Mm. Did they have Y two J or was he gone already? Y two J would have just left, so he would have just lost Jericho. What are we starting it for Impact? What are you talking about? The rebook. Yeah, you can rebook it from wherever. You just, I'm just tired of people saying Impact's trash. Yo, yo. I would. Yeah. No, no, uh, Jericho was was still there. No, Jericho, he left. So Russo took over in September of 99. Jericho debuted in WWE in August of 99, right before SummerSlam. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the whole 1999 year. My fault, my fault. No, no, no. God, if he could could only go back and be like, please don't leave. I'll fix this all. Yeah. But he would have to deal with. Hogan's creative control. Man, listen, there's a lot of problems. With Impact, bro, you just Impact's not as bad as people make it out to be, I feel. That's so, just a so rebook with their current roster. Yeah, I'll give you time, bro. You you get your notebook ready, because I can't wait to hear this. What would what are some underrated wrestling themes that you like? It says both, but I guess we can all answer. What's give me one underrated wrestling theme that you're in love with that you don't want to tell people or that people don't know that you're like, yeah, this is it. Fond- the brood, the brood, of course. Fondango. What's yours? Ah, I hate that dance so much from it. Uh, I'm trying to think of one here for me. What was a underrated Dolph Ziggler, theme? Dolph Ziggler's theme is lit. Dolph Ziggler's theme is pretty good. I'm trying to think of a, a bad one that I love. I could put up the uh, the Billy and Chuck theme. Always. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, or the Beverly Brothers little the little thing. Yeah. I'm rocking to some weird stuff sometimes in the gym. Oh, Reverend Devon. Thank you, Rob. He called my name. Sean knows we have a group chat. And one day I sent him right before I went to the gym. I was listening to Reverend Devon just driving. Hold on, what is this? I book it bigger. These studio shows are not fun unless I'm there live. Bro, you don't have the money to book bigger studios. It's a pro wrestling shoot point. Let me tell you something, Conrad. Don't put on pay-per-views four times, uh, 10 times a year, 12 times a year. You need to save up and get a big... If you have to only put on four pay-per-views a year, 
you get yourself into a major venue. The, I'm telling you, logistics matter. You can't just have a show in front of twenty, uh, in front of three hundred people and think it's going to resonate the same way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Alex Wright, the Boogie Knights, they were always good too. I can't front. Yeah, I won't say the other guy's name in that tag team, but uh, bro, you can be tired of it, but the show is absolutely boring. I'm just saying it's it's not as easy for them to do things. WWE tells people to stay in their place. That's what they've always done. That's why Ring of Honor never grew. You know why? Because if you get out of line, they're gonna put you back in line. And that's they want you to be that company produce for us, and then we're gonna take whatever we want. They want a one-way relationship with you. Same with AEW. They're just they want to take from you. That's it. At least AEW's working with you in the in the intermediate time. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna get someone all the time, but if I can help you, I will. But instead, we get people. Someone said Brodus Clay's theme. I love it. I don't know, Ralph. I love it. Um, hold on, let me get back to these questions. Where were we? Oh, here we go. Ah, they must have knew Derek was coming. Bray Wyatt, uh, what was your favorite version of his character? Thoughts on what WWE is doing and what's the best way to bring him back? WWE is messing up. <laughs> what else is new? What else is new? Completely messing up. Uh, best best version Sell is... Sell the shirt, Sean. Sell the shirt. Sell the oh, shirt. yeah. Yo, bro, I wish I had the graphic, man. Yo, pick up the brand new Hubbard Wrestling Weekly t-shirt. They're catchphrase is then now together forever my phrase is then now get it together for all those people like me and clearly derek who believe that wwe is hot garbage right now go pick up a shirt yeah wwe needs to fix that uh i i think the best version right now would be um give me swamp daddy bray yes yes but if you take out the um the, the, the new the new gimmick that he had i don't even know what that is like if, if you keep the it was never even explained what he was doing i'm i'm so confused by this new break i don't know how you bring him back i think you just do you I, just... I think you i think you bring him back but i th- i think where they missed the open opportunity is taking away like take away uncle howdy let be let Bray be what he was doing in the beginning before Uncle Howdy came in. You know what I mean? Like where, where he where he was given the story, like, hey, this is what you know, this is what's been happening. This is why I disappeared. This is why I decided to come back. Let him get into that and then become even darker than what he was before. Huh. Mm. So I don't know. Anything to add to that, Sean? That gamble is hilarious, and he's so accurate. Yes. Love it. Love it. Rob said, I ain't blaming WWE for the failure that is Bray Wyatt. Dude was given creative control multiple times and fumbled every time. Go into movies, wrestling ain't for you, Scrap. Rob sounds like he's done with Bray. The beginning of the Bray relaunch was fire. It was. I I don't know what happened. It fizzled out. I couldn't say anything else more. Uh, last two questions are AEW related. What are your thoughts on the Warner Brother Discovery rules for AEW? Um, this is banning chair shots to the head, uh, buckle bombs, basically blind bumps where you can't see anything. Uh, they have mentioned spitting on people, uh, going into the crowd while you're bleeding. They don't want you to do that. 
I wipe my proverbial behind with that contract? <laughs> they listen, bro. They they give you the TV. You got to work with them. I'm wiping my proverbial behind. You're on adulterated capital. You do with that contract. That contract is garbage. It's terrible. Hot garbage. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you guys don't, you're not feeling the. Not at all. Okay. I I think a, Impact and AEW have all the potential in the world to be better than WWE. You just got to take chances, man. You can't let them dictate how you run. Hard to do when other people let them dictate how you run. Can't can't uh, promote shows two weeks near WWE before and after. You're not allowed to. Can't run Madison Square Garden. Not allowed to go after that building. Oh, we have an exclusive contract. Can't do this. Can't work with Mattel. Can't do that because we have exclusive contracts. It's they're they're gonna do whatever they gotta do. Um, the new rules. I think half the new rules were to avoid lawsuits too. MJF taking the drink from the kid. Me and Sean talked about this. They're like, "No, nah, you ain't doing that stuff no more." Okay, I get that. You can't. Well, no. And if I'm a fan, if you take my popcorn and dump it on a wrestler, I want reimbursement for my popcorn. I'm about yes. to who's paying for this? Yes. Stuff is too okay. expensive. I today. am so sick. I am so sick of seeing wrestlers come down the aisle and take a full beer out of a, a ringsider's hands and throw it around. That beer costs. $14. 14 buckaroos. Listen, we'll give you that. We're on overtime. Final question being asked. If not asked, which it wasn't, AEW All In and All Out being on BR Live, there is the rumor that they are going to do two pay-per-views. I think that if they're going to charge full price, this is a mistake. Yes. A big mistake. People are not going to give you $100 for both of these shows. You're crazy I'm if you think that. Week to week. One week, and then the show's the next week. No, you can't back do that. Back-to-back shows, Derek. Back-to-back shows. Yeah, it'll be the week before, the weekend before Labor Day and then the weekend of Labor Day. They're going to try to do it. Yeah. I think, no, you can't do it. I think AEW we- already made a mistake. I think they've already made a mistake because them taking this long to announce how to get the pay-per-view is very – this is – I'm going to say it real fast. This is the biggest show in the history of all elite wrestling, and I still don't know how to buy it, and we're less than – what, a couple months away? I mean, if you're buying it the way you buy any other thing, I get it. I think they got to do some type of package deal then. If if HBO Max wasn't ready for them to do whatever they needed to do, like they're not ready for live streaming apparently was the thing I saw. Okay, you're not ready for live streaming. Then we, we need to do a bundle deal for this. I will give you both pay-per-views for 60 or I'll give you both of these shows for $70. I don't think you can go above that, though. I think after that, you're tripping. Agreed. 60 to $70 is tough already. But if Warner Brothers – see, this is where I'm confused. If Warner Brothers Discovery is so invested in all this, why don't you just show it on TBS or TNT for free then? Just show it on there and get a pop a huge rating. Everyone will watch it if it's free. Why would you charge people $50 for it? But I'm thinking they want BR Live to get a piece of that revenue. Because I kept saying, remember, I kept saying, what do they care? But then I'm like, oh, wait, the pay-per-view that they stream on is how they get the money. I think the new contract deal is going to dictate that you guys need to do that. So with that being said, um, Sean, I think that we've uh, we've answered all the questions that we could, right? No, no more coming in. Um, Sean, what do you got coming up this week? Preview of... Crawford versus Spence coming up, and a massive episode of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is going to be in full effect on SummerSlam week, August 3rd, 
2023 Hubble Wrestling Geek channel. It's going to be myself. My good friend Crystal is coming back. For all those who watched my last show, Crystal was a huge hit. She is coming back. Super valid. Um, love to see ladies. Um, shout out to Jocelyn. Love to see ladies who are very knowledgeable about the sport. And she will be a guest on my show. Uh, Conrad Cushman will make his first ever appearance on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly channel on August 3rd. And I just was able to book, I say book because he is a star. The big homie Derek will also be on the show. And I might have one more surprise guest. So we're looking at no less than three mega guests and possibly a fourth on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast on August 3rd, Thursday, August 3rd, SummerSlam week. And the subject of the show, we will dissect and, and debate the greatest storylines in the history of professional wrestling. Where does the bloodline line up against the mega powers? Where does the bloodline line up against Dusty versus Flair? Where does the bloodline line up against the NWO and their, all their incarnations? We're going live on August 3rd, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Guys, I got to get out of here. I got a little party shindig I got to attend to. PS4 is better than PS3. I saw that question. Kevin Hart and Cat Williams in a roast battle. Uh, Kevin Hart. I mean. Uh, I don't know. It depends on the day. Wait, who, wait, who is it? Cat Williams. Cat Williams has a bone to pick. Cat Williams has a bone to pick. He's very disgusted with Kevin Hart. He would destroy him because he's mad. Yeah, uh, Cat Williams. <laughs> I think it will depend on the day. For, for how people are feeling. With that being said, me and Derek Wednesday, we're going to be doing Blood and Guts Review, three-match show, but we're going to talk about everything that's happening in the world of AEW. Come on in. We'll talk about that. Uh, me and Sean will be live next week, 6.05 Eastern Standard Time, here on Clash of the Podcast. Thank you all who joined us. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, comment on the channel, and subscribe to Sean's channel. All that in the description down below. We are out. Peace.